Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman, Geostorm, and Only the Brave, as well as discussing This Week in TV. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How you doing? I am doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I my online classes ended yesterday, and the, as of the day of recording, so Friday. My online classes ended Friday, so now I am like a little bit more free to watch things. I didn't watch any TV until last night. That's when I started watching TV from this week. So I'm very behind on TV. That's just a fact. But now I have time to actually, like, do things with my life, you know? So it's nice. That's nice. That's nice. It's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. But, um, we, I, before um, the craziness of trying to finish up all my classes and stuff started, I was able to watch a smaller movie, which I was surprised was actually playing near me because they're never playing near me. And, uh, I don't, I don't even know if this movie's still here anymore. It was that here, that quickly. But I got to see it, and Ozzy was not able to see it, so we're going to talk about that one before we actually get to the meat of the episode, which will be Geostorm and Only the Brave. But the first episode, or the first episode, geez, the first (laughs) movie we are going to talk about is Professor Marston and the Wonder Women. Now, if you don't know what this movie is about, uh, that's fine, but I'll tell you. The movie is about... Basically, the guy who made the character of Wonder Woman, and yes, the comic book character of Wonder Woman, he, and it's about his life and uh, his relationships, and his very, very, um, I'll leave it at fascinating relationships with those around him. And it also, he also invented the lie detector, so he's just an interesting person, him and his wife did at least. So, I'm going to start talking about this movie, and I will not spoil it or anything, but it is kind of historical, so I'm going to I'm gonna get into it a little bit, but I'm going to stay away from major, major spoilers, just because, like, I didn't know anything about this movie going in. Um, but I think, honestly, you're better off knowing a little bit more, because this is a weird movie. And it's weird because the relationships that he has... And the dynamic of the people between him and the other, the women in his life is just, I mean, it's very unique. It's not something you see every day. So he, it, it just, it's, it really, I think he has an interesting worldview and the movie has, the movie just gives it to you. It's just straight up. This is what he thinks, blah, 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 blah. And it's just a lot to take in because he has some very fascinating points of view on things. So I'm going to start with positives. And the positives in this movie are definitely the performances. Now, this movie is starring, I think the biggest name is Luke Evans. And I'm going to be honest. I know, Ozzy, you're a bigger fan of Luke Evans than I am. I am, gen- I-, I just, 
he's never really, really impressed me in anything. I mean, there's been a few things here and there where he's been pretty good, but he's never somebody that I'm like, oh, I want to see more of him. Well, this movie, this movie changed my mind. <laughs> he is great in this movie. He is definitely the best part. He he just, there's so much range to him. There's a lot that they ask him to do and a lot that they ask him to be very confident in, but he is... He, he sells it. He really just kind of becomes this character, and I really, really liked him in this movie. I was surprised at... I was not expecting to come out come out of this movie and go, Luke Evans was the best part, but he was. He really was. I really liked him in this movie. And another positive has to do with what I was talking about before. The relationships that he has. Basically, in the movie, he he's married to his wife, obviously, and then... He meets a student of his, and there starts to be a little bit of a relationship there, but then it, it's just, it, it becomes really complex really fast where there's a literal love triangle, and it just it's just, it's fascinating. It really is really interesting to just see unfold and see how they all react to the situation and how they all eventually just start to accept it and the the student of his who ends up have who they end up having a relationship with he, she's the one who wonder woman ends up being based on and it's just it's really fascinating and i think the story and like if you didn't know this story was real or at least real for the most part because you know they always kind of fudge some things here and there just to kind of up the drama but if you didn't know that the story was basically real, you probably wouldn't believe it. Just, it's the fact that all these people ended up doing this and living like this for as long as they did. It's just, it's really fascinating. It really is. And I, I thoroughly, and I, I don't know if I'd say enjoyed, but I was just, I was glued to the screen kind of watching this relationship and this story unfold. It, it was really interesting. Now, um, I, I don't, I'm going to move into pot or to negatives now. I don't think that the movie fully explores the complexities sometimes of its philosophy and of his beliefs, because there, there's some times when I'm just like, yeah, I, I get it that he was a very progressive man. But there's some still some ethical questions with what he does especially when it comes to the student. Like, that's there's still some issues there that they don't really touch on, and I get that he never touches on it, so in a way you don't want to, because if he doesn't see there's an issue there, then what's the, what's the problem? But at the same time, I, I really would have liked something, somebody to address it in a, in a way other than a neg, in a antagonist addressing it way, you know? And then also, I don't think all the, the he had he says some very very strange things where he is kind of like he's basically saying how he believes and how it relates to the Wonder Woman comic book and what he was trying to do with that. And I, there's a lot there that he just says, and we just kind of blow over. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! It, I don't think we fully went into that, and I think that there's more there. So, ultimately, with this movie, I think 
It's really, really interesting. It's not for everybody. That's for sure, because it's a very weird, and a lot of people are just going to be like, what? Why are these people doing this? This is not normal. And yeah, I think that's kind of the point, because that's what he believed, and that's how he lived, and that's how him and his wife lived. But ultimately, I was fascinated by it, and I just wish that the movie would have gone a little bit further, but that doesn't change the fact that, in my opinion, this is a great movie. I was blown away, uh, blown away by the performances in this movie, and I really the the story is unbelievable. It really is. So I would recommend this movie. Of course, like I said, I don't think it's for everybody, but if this sounds like your kind of movie, I highly recommend it. And I'm going to give this movie an 8.4 out of 10. I think this is a great movie. Hmm, interesting. I, I need to see it. Yes, you do. I am very curious to see. What I'm a Luke Evans fan, man. Uh, you know, the first time I saw him, it was in uh, Fast and Furious 6. Mm-hmm. I really liked him as a villain there. So, you know, I wanted to see more work from him. And, I mean, from the stuff that I've seen him in, he's done, he's done pretty good. He's great in this movie, dude. You need to, yeah. I, I really, I, you really think you should see him. All right. All right. Let's your word on it. move on to, <laughs> we're going to start, of uh, the movies that came out this week, we're going to start with Geostorm. I think that's probably the best way to go. Uh, This movie, I mean, I think this is one of the, other than something like Transformers, this is one of the movies that most people judge just based on the trailer. And rightfully so, because the trailers for this movie basically tell you exactly what it is, and most people know that that's going to be, it's going to be stupid. And it was right. We were right. It's it's really stupid. (laughs) Um, I, I really was not... I got basically what I expected out of this movie, except for the fact that I thought I was going to have a little bit more fun with it. I thought, you know, it looks so bad that it's probably going to be really funny. And there were definitely moments when I was like, this is just so dumb that I was, I actually literally laughed in the theater. But ultimately, I found myself kind of bored. And that's kind of where it let me down in that aspect, because I literally got up and went to the concessions and got a got myself some lunch because I hadn't eaten lunch yet, and I didn't care. I went back in the theater, and I was like, I don't care what I missed. Um, I never, like, I will rarely leave the theater for anything when I'm watching a movie, and this one, I didn't care. And I think that says enough uh, for my overall thoughts. Ozzy, what did you think? Damn. Um, I really didn't care <laughs> for a lot of this movie. And I couldn't, you know, I couldn't stop staring at Gerald Butler's beard because it kept changing after the first act. No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a small, small editing error from their part. I kind of had fun with the movie when all the stuff was going on. I was like, this seems a ton of fun. Looks horrible, but looks fun. So, yeah. And when the destruction was going down, it, oh, man, it, oh, man. Like, they, if they're going to budget a movie like this, you know, to go down, you would think that they, they would have the technology to budget something like this. Mm-hmm. They're working on something like this, but they just did this, the, the technology that they use, the CGI that they use, it was just bad, bad, bad CGI. But let's get into positives, yes. Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, what, let's start off with you. What do you think? <laughs> um, oof. <laughs> okay, so I, there, like I said, there are moments when it's just so ridiculous, and you can tell with this movie that this is, this is, 
the most 90s movie that I've seen made. Like, it just feels like a 90s disaster movie. And it feels like all of the 90s disaster movies got together and kind of just had a baby, and that's what this is. Um, But it's not really well done in that aspect. Anyway, but it's there are some fun moments, and especially, like, I I, I don't... I, I don't know, because, like, every time there was a fun moment, there was something going on where I'm just like, why are we even, like, just let us see the fun, stupid destruction. Um, because every time a new kind of weather would happen, like, a new kind of extreme weather where, like, the, the there would be, like, a tsunami that freezes over or something, or the plane... That scene from the trailer when the plane freezes and it falls down... Yeah, yeah, those are really stupid, and especially there's a scene in, I believe it's in maybe Hong Kong or something like that, where somebody's driving a cab trying to escape, like, I don't know, lava coming up from the ground or something like that, like some sort of earthquake, and he's, like, flying through, and he's, he, spoiler alert, he escapes, and it's just like, how, like, he's just driving this little car, and he somehow escapes this, and his car is fine. It's like an electric car or something, right? <laughs> it's just like, it's so stupid. But then there's moments like the, the scene, from, like I said, from the trailer where the plane's crashing, where we're, like, following this random girl from the beach who, by the way, completely abandoned her boyfriend. She booked it without even, like, at, like looking around to see where he was. She just books it. And it was like, I was like, what? okay. And we're just following her. And I'm just like, why? We we literally have no idea who this person is. Why are we following her through this disaster? And I, I don't know. Like, yes, there's a lot of fun, stupid destruction. But I also think that it, they kind of ruined it with, at times. Not every time, but at times by just, like, focusing in on one person. And, like, there's this one time where this kid and his dog is separated. And I'm just like, I don't care about this kid and his yeah, dog. Yeah, like, like, where did why are we come from, though? I know. <laughs> like, why are we watching this? He's just in that scene. And it's just like, okay. But, again, it's just fun destruction. So, who? I don't know. I it, Like, I know this is a positive with a negative intertwined. But that's kind of what this movie is. So, that's one of my positives, at least. What about you? Um, oh God, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, man. Damn. I, I think the little uh, girl was not horrible. She was at first. I thought, oh gosh, she's gonna be bad, but she ended up being okay. And I think yeah, she's I mean, I, she's I the reason she's, that the emotional arc kind of worked for me at the end, where I was like, okay, th- this is some decent emotion that I'm getting out of this, more than it probably deserves, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I suppose. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess it was good. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that I have nothing against her. I think she's a great young actress. I think Abby Cornish, who plays Sarah Wilson, she's the Secret Service agent. I thought Ooh. she was. I thought she was, you know, bad badass for the I, most part. I wasn't a fan. I mean, I had problems with her character. <laughs> yeah, but I thought she was badass. Um, I wish they would have given her a better script though, because. <laughs> This would always happen where she'd be like, I can't do this. Okay, it's going to jeopardize my job. Then the guy goes, yeah, but it's me. Come on. She's like, all right, fine. Yeah, it's the same conversation. (laughs) And it happened like three times. Just like, yo, what? But um, no, I mean, I thought it was all right for the most part. I mean, Ed Harris was doing Ed Harris things. He was phoning this movie Uh, in. I don't know. I wasn't. uh. I wasn't really. I wasn't really. I mean, there's not really. There's not really anything positive for me to give besides. 
Yeah. Probably little girl. Ed Harris was doing Ed Harris things. You know, it's not nothing. It's not nothing new. You know, it was a downgraded version of a Westworld. Ed Harris. Yeah. Um. I mean, if I'm just gonna jump into negatives here, because I really yeah, have ju- nothing. Just to go for to it. Uh, who cares? Uh, look, man, the CGI in this movie was horrible. Okay, yeah. probably one of the worst I've seen in the last five years. It's, it's low level. It's low yeah. level. I'm gonna emphasize low level flash CGI. Yeah, like it's it's really bad. Okay, there's a tsunami that hits Dubai. Okay, and my gosh, the water it looked so bad. I was like, yo. And then when like the part of the biggest building in the world like fell, I felt like I was in a 1990s video game. Okay, that's how bad the CGI was in this movie. The performances in this movie, look, they're. I'm not gonna say they're amazing. I'm not gonna say they're horrible, but I'm gonna tear the script apart. The script was. Horrible, okay. Mm-hmm. Script was horrendous. Yeah, uh-huh. it made no sense. <laughs> and we just gave you an example of a secret service agent who, not once, not twice, but three times, broke her job. Basically, defied her orders. Look, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, okay. But when you know it's repeatedly, just because of the reason. Oh, come on, but it's me. Come on, that's that's just bad writing. The script was horrendous. Yeah, it it was really bad. I think there's a lot of cheese in this movie when it comes to just really cheesy and stupid lines. And then also, I just I don't know. The and story like, is and also problematic. I didn't problematic like how they. Too. I don't yeah. really even like how they use Daniel Wu. Daniel Wu is a good is a is a good action actor, mm-hmm. and the fact that they sat him down and made him a geek. Was, yeah it to me like you have someone who is talented that i'm pretty sure can perform stunts and you're just having him there to drive an electronic car (laughs) yeah (laughs) i i think and this is probably my it's more more of an overarching thing that's probably the biggest issue here is just the story is just it really is nonsensical. I mean, it just doesn't make any... It's just horrible. It really is like a geostorm, and there's like a timer, that ends like there's this huge plot for, for like why the geostorm... Or why somebody's doing this to the planet, but the plan doesn't make any sense. And it's just... I, I don't know. Every, every time I was like, okay, this is kind of cool, you just the story gets in the way and you're like, but it's really stupid. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, like there were a bunch of scenes where I was like, okay, like I was laughing. I was like, all right, that was kind of cool. But then you think of, you take a step back and go, but why is this happening? And you don't have a good answer because the script and the story doesn't give you a good answer. So why should I care? It's just the movie's dumb from the foundation up. That's the problem. And you know, when you have a dumb story, you're going to make a dumb movie. And that's what this is. And honestly, I mean, I know we both, we talked about this a little beforehand. We both had a little bit different theater experiences. But I'll just speak for my theater. Almost everybody came out going, that was horrible. The script was trash. And look, this is not like film critics or whatever. These are just regular people who are like, the script was garbage. That should tell you something. Like, they're not looking for a bad script. That's just kind of like... They they could tell like it was it was bad, 
I don't know what the hell's going on over here in Pembroke Pines, man. I was watching the movie and everybody and people in my theater were clapping. They're like, yeah. I'm just like, did we watch the same movie? I don't know. I don't think we did. This is not an Oscar contender. This is not Avengers. Yeah. This is like 2012 was better than this movie. Um, Think about that for a second. 2012. My first thought (laughs) and most recent movie that I wanted to kind of compare this to coming out of it originally was like something like Independence Day Resurgence. Um, But this, I mean, this doesn't even have a lot of the cooler elements of Independence Day Resurgence. Like, the thing that saves Independence Day Resurgence is the mythology. Exactly. You know and this and doesn't even, even have that. Yeah. And even and even though, okay, yeah, you can say, okay, but they're both destructive. They, they, you know, they destroy everything. Look, man, the planet, like the ship legitimately brought pieces of, you know, the Earth and then just slammed them down. Into in, and Independence looked, Day, yes. Yeah. And that looked pretty damn good. I'm not going to lie. Like the CGI for that movie looks really good and it looks up to standard geostorm looks like 1990s like like it looks like a 1990s version of 2012 which is it does not it's not good it's not good cgi i was i was i was if i watch 2012 again i'll probably i'll probably say i feel more of the impact in 2012 than in geostorm and i'm seeing people freeze to death in geostorm that should tell you something uh last thing before we kind of rate this movie and move on which we probably well we should definitely should do because this movie doesn't deserve any more time is i do want to mention that i was like sitting there watching um i believe his name is jim sturgis who plays um gerald butler's character or gerald butler's character's brother and max sturgis in this movie like i was sitting there i was like I know this dude from something. What do I know him from? And I finally looked up his name, and I was like, I don't recognize really anything on here. There's like a few small things here and there, but nothing that I was like, oh, that's what I know him from. But you know what it is? This dude looks vaguely like Andrew Garfield. He does. And I was sitting there, I'm like, that's what it is. He looks like Andrew Garfield, so that's why he looks familiar to me. Uh, but I saw him. In the, just, uh, he was he ugh. was in the film. He was in the film one day with Anne Hathaway. Um, that's I haven't I seen that. So, but yeah, like I, like I said, he just looked like a lot like Andrew Garfield to me. So that's why I was like, okay. And he's not anywhere as good. Like I, he was one of my least favorite performances in the movie. So, uh, yeah, that's just wanted to throw that out there. I didn't get the code that him and Gerald Butler were doing. <laughs> Like, when they explained it, I was like, what? Yeah. That doesn't make it no. any sense. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like, one, skip nine, skip nine words, one, skip nine words, one, skip five words, and so on, and then three, and then so on and so forth. I was like, what? And then and then she, like, <laughs> the, and then the, the hacker person, like, plugs it into the computer. I'm like, wait, what? Like, this is just, this is audio, like, you... What? How, how do you know when the words are? Any whatever. I I'm done. Um, what do you What do you want to rate this movie, Ozzy? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm giving it a two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh man. I'm. I'll give it a two point eight. I guess it, it's it's not like the worst movie in the in the 
world, but it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's. I don't know if it's gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be in the worst of the decade. I don't know. We have to think about it. No, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think it'd go that far. I mean, there's some awful movies, even early in the year. I mean, just going back, just. Yeah, if you look, Forsic, Transformers, Transformers again. There's two yeah. Transformers. Are gonna and be even if with. you just go back this year, just look at January. January is a dumpster fire, and I mean, it's I, like okay. So if you look at like our top ten worst movies of the year, for me at least, like four or five out of the ten come from January. So that should yeah. tell you something. January is just January's horrible. Tough month. <laughs> it's it's rough time. Tough month. It's it's a rough time for me and Carlos to get up and go to the theater. Especially, well, I mean, it kind of balances <laughs> out because we have Oscar movies still in the theaters, but they don't count as January movies. So it that kind of does skew it, but at the same time, it's just like ugh, it's a rough time. All right, moving on. <laughs> we are going to move on to only the brave. Now, if you don't know what this movie's about. It is about uh, I can't Giant really... Stone Mountain Hot Chucks. Yes, yes. Uh, granite, granite, granite Mountain. Granite Mountain's Hot Chucks. Yes, Giant it's Grant. <laughs> You're good. I couldn't. <laughs> run... I was like, "What's the name of their group? What's the name of their group?" Uh, it's the uh, Granite Mountain Hot Shots. It's a. Are you all right there, Hussey? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay. It is about the this group of fire wildfire firefighters, and they are going in they're trying to get their certification and there's a bunch of drama with that and it's just about these dudes doing this job and their lives now i'm not gonna go any more into detail because i honestly did not know this story going in i did not know at all i have seen a trailer for this movie before but i didn't i honestly i just didn't know this story and i think that's probably a, the best way to go in for this movie <laughs> um that being said, again, it's a real-life event, so we're going to kind of get into it, but let's avoid the big things, Ozzy, all right? So, this movie, I this, this is a really interesting case for me, man. I'm struggling just throughout this movie because I've never seen a movie so much where there are, I do have problems with this movie. I have very defined and generally pretty big problems with this movie but at the end of the day i was very emotionally invested in this movie and that really throws me off i'm like i've never seen a movie where at the end i was like that was awesome but i would could also say but it i really had problems with it i i don't know man i like i'm telling you like i was sitting there like about halfway through the movie i'm like all right this is okay like this is a i'm like i'm kind of thinking through i'm like this is about a six out of ten I'm, it's okay and then by the end of it i'll tell you this it's not a six out of ten it's much higher than that so i i, I love this movie because i don't think we've gotten a movie i mean we probably have it I, I probably just haven't seen it but i mean i haven't gotten a movie like this just because of just where it is and what it's about particularly and what we see and I personally extreme. I, I love this movie. I all love right. this movie. I loved all the performance in this movie. Yeah, and I'll agree with you. I mean, there's there's like a there's problems to to an extent with the film. Like for instance, for me, when it came to Miles Teller in the first act of this movie, it felt like a completely different movie. It did, and I don't know if you felt the same way. Uh, we'll get when into it, we'll get into negatives later. Yeah, I don't know if you felt the same way, but um, it felt like a completely different film to me. Like mm -hmm. when they were introducing his character. Because I was just like, okay, this feels like a druggy film. 
like when it comes to him, it feels like a drug druggy like film. Then when it goes to the hot shots or the they weren't hot shots in the beginning. When it goes to them, you know, waiting to get their certification, you know, I was more invested in that story than in him. And I'm not a huge Miles Teller fan. I'm I'm just not. I, I was I was never. And I thought I was like, oh, okay, fine. But this movie, man, he he does he does a really good job. He does a really good job in this movie. I, yeah, <laughs> I was just yeah. like, like I mean, just seeing his character growth in this movie and just seeing how well he carried that over. I you know I I really really liked his performance in this movie. He's one of the best performances in this movie. I have to say, Josh Brolin did an amazing job, and I gotta say, Taylor um, Taylor Kitsch, Taylor Kitsch, man, he did great you know there's all these performances yeah even jennifer connelly man she did great jeff mm-hmm. bridges did great um uh, i just really love the chemistry i mean again the relationship i mean there's there's a few relationships here that you see mm-hmm. the, the ones with josh brolin and jennifer connelly i mean that relationship the the chemistry that these two act i just have together was phenomenal one of the best chemistry some of the best chemistry i've seen all year between actors is is that relationship with with Jennifer Connelly and and, and Josh Brolin? Uh, again, we get the same relationship with Miles Teller and Taylor Kitsch. Man, I mean, I just loved seeing their relationship grow. And there's a scene in this movie with Miles Teller's child, and I absolutely love that scene. Oh, absolutely love that scene. Yeah. It was so great. It was so great. And I have to say, the cinematography when it came to you know. Josh Brolin's character would have like he would look at the fire from afar and then you know go in and you know and he would because he would kind of observe where the fire is coming from. That's what they would do. They would see where the fire is coming from to see where they'd make a line. Uh, they would hypothesize which areas would be affected, so on and so forth. And I think the shots of the fire, you know, from a distance, I thought those were really good shots. I really liked those shots. Um, some of the best shots all year, if I'm going to be honest with you, that I really did like those shots. And I really liked how I was getting educated about this stuff while I was watching That's them. true, yeah. Like, I was like, okay, so that's a hot shot. Okay, so they have to build a line there. And I really liked seeing them build a line. And then I liked seeing them do the things with the fire to, you know, stop the fire from progressing anymore. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. I like how I'm learning about, like, the, the wildfires and I don't even I don't even live in the location that has wildfires, but I like the fact that I'm learning about wildfires and I'm interested in learning more now. So it it, it was really interesting to see that. Yeah, you you touched on a lot there, and I'm gonna kind of kind of go back and address some of those things. The performances, you are right. There are some Oscar level performances in this movie, and. I won't be surprised if Brolin gets a nod, which I don't. I don't think he's the best performance in this movie, but just I don't know. It feels like that's something that could get a lot of consideration moving forward. Now, Miles Teller is the one that I will be pulling for, and I'm going to say this right now, and you can count this as a prediction. I don't know which movie it'll be for, and we obviously haven't seen um, what's that war movie that's coming out with him? Thank you for your service, mm-hmm. right? We haven't seen that yet. But Miles Teller is getting nominated this year. I don't know which one it's going to be for. I don't know if it's going to be this one or if it's going to be the war movie that's coming out later. But Miles Teller, this is his year. And if he doesn't, man, he is great in this movie. I I am a Miles Teller fan generally. I mean, there's especially recently. He has really just kicked into another gear recently for me. And he is fantastic in this movie. His character arc 
he is able to sell it and he is able to get you to an emotional place and you are right about there is a scene with, that, with his child where it's just like that it's just amazing it really is he sells yeah, I mean, it kitsch they both is great it. it's it's so good it's just um and this is the best i've seen taylor kitsch honestly i this is the best recently i've seen him i really i'm a huge like i've always been a defender of taylor kitsch i don't i don't think he's chose he's picked the right roles but this one i mean he's really able to kind of dive in it felt very friday night lights his character did to me and him in that kind of role again is great where he's definitely got this edge to him where there's like you know you're kind of a jerk but i just like you like he's got this mag- <laughs> magnetism to him where you're just like i, I just I, you're just i kind of like you where you're just like i want to punch you in the face but i'd also give you a hug after you know he, he just has that about him and he really kind of is able to relish in that in this movie and then obviously Jeff Bridges is great. He's always great. Jennifer Connelly, you're right. It's just there's so many good performances in this movie. And they are able to and I and I can't it's almost like a what came first, the chicken or the egg type thing with their performances and then their characters. Because I their characters wouldn't be as entertaining without with different performers. But then I don't know if they would have been as good if they didn't have such good characters. It really, they go hand in hand in this movie. You literally, like, you care about these dudes. You like them. You're all in. You're invested. You buy into every relationship that happens in this movie. And every inch of the development where two characters in this movie start out, one of them at least starts out hating the other one. And by the end, spoiler alert, but we're not telling you which characters, they're like best buds. And it's like you completely buy into that and you follow it and you're just like, this is great. This is extremely well written. Their relationships, at least their chemistry, it all works. And that's the backbone of this movie is the characters and the performances. That is the backbone. And that's why, for me, this movie is able to completely rise above and completely outweigh the movie's issues even though the movie's issues should be big like we're gonna get into negatives like i do have major issues with this movie but for me the characters and the performances completely they're so good that i literally don't care about my issues with this movie the the thing is the thing that also helps them is the fact that you see the town rallying up behind these people and when you see that happening, the thing is, you feel invested as well. You know, you feel yeah. like you're a part of that town. And then you yourself, you're rooting for these guys. Oh, you're yeah. rooting for these guys to come home. You're rooting for these guys to take down this fire. And you can tell that they care about mm-hmm. their community. You can tell that they care about the land. And one of the scenes is, you know, when they're all training, is Josh Brolin says, look at this beautiful vista. Like, this won't be here if we don't do our job. Like, you're not going to see it again. And this is going to be one of the last times you see it. Because we will become hot shots. And it is just so, you know, yeah. you can just tell these people just care about the wildlife. They care about the land. They care about the people. And it's just so moving. And, you know, I was looking at several interviews with with the families of these people that you know, that happened to be a part of this movie and that happened to watch this movie, and they liked this movie, you know? And they apparently did great representations of the work. that's interesting. And it's it's interesting, too. I mean, you, 
I mean, it, it's just so, you know, I'm glad that this movie was made. I think there was a family, there was at least one family that was not happy about this movie particularly being made, but most families were genuinely okay with the fact, and they really did like this movie. And, you know, even watching even watching some interviews with one of the firefighters, For the, I'm not going to say anything, guys. For those of you guys who do know the story, I'm not going to say anything um, to, those, to those who don't. But there is an interview with one of the, you know, wildfire uh, firefighters. And, you know, what they were saying was, you know, these actors cared about the story. They cared about learning and that they cared about getting the story right. And the, and you can clearly see it on the screen. Yeah. And I like the performances in this movie were just amazing. And the director himself, I mean, you, again, you can tell from his direction just from just from seeing, just because some of the scenes that you get with some of the fire, um, shots of the fire, you know, them being out there, you know, you can tell that he cared about this this mm-hmm. um, this this particular story as well. So I'm going to say, I mean, I really enjoy this movie. Yeah. One of my favorites here. Uh, one, I'd be, I'd be really interested, we can move on to negatives after this, but I'd be really interested to see which and maybe we can talk about it after which family and which which one wasn't a fan of the movie because they really and this is why i find it interesting that most of them were on board and liked it was because they don't really paint like i mean they don't clean anything up there's some conversation in there that is definitely especially towards the beginning where you're just like that is really inappropriate (laughs) that you're talking like this about this but that's how like People talk like that, and they didn't kind of paint over any of that, and they didn't paint in over any of these guys' issues. Where there's, you know, especially with some of them in particular, like they have some problems, and they've got some issues, and they didn't really paint over any of that and clean it up. And I appreciated that. So, all right, let's move on to negatives, and I will start with, I have issues with the tone of this movie, and. There's times when it goes really lighthearted where I'm like, I don't know if, like, I, I don't know if this movie should be be as lighthearted as it is. And then there's times when it gets really self-serious, but I'm like, okay, but you are saying there you, earlier you had a lighthearted kind of tone and now we're really serious. And I'm like, I, I, I just felt like it was a little uneven with its tone and it really threw me off, especially in the first half. Now, I will say this. I basically have no issues with the last act of this movie. It's nearly perfect. Uh, Jennifer Connelly, just, she has a scene in, this, in the second half, in the sec- last act of this movie, where it's just, she's mind-bogglingly good. But for the first two acts, I just felt like the tone just didn't necessarily completely flow for me, where I, I was just really thrown off at times where I'm just like, all right, what do you want the tone of this movie to be? Are we lighthearted and having fun, or are we very serious? And I don't think that they, even if you want to have both of those tones in there and kind of mix it up, you got to make it flow a little bit better than they actually did. So that's my first negative. What what do you got? Um, One of the... Um, one of the things that I had a problem with was, like I just said, it just felt like two different stories that I was watching, and that's probably one of the, that's probably like the biggest negative that I have um, when it comes to the, to the first act, at least. It was just the fact that, you know, we got Miles Teller's story around the time that the the Granite Mountain Hotshots was, was being born. You know, they were trying to get their certification to become hotshots. 
And one of the issues that I had with this film was, you know, it felt like two different films in the beginning. And, and I, I like, you know, it's kind of tough because, like, you know, to an extent, it's like, okay, I understand why you did that. But at the same time, like, it still felt like two separate films. And I liked how they came together overall. And I thought that the reason why he went to them was obviously justifiable. I'm not going to say it's, it's a crap reason. I mean, it's mm-hmm. funny reason. But that's my probably like my biggest problem with the film is just that honestly. Um, yeah, I mean that's one of the only things I can think of. Yeah. I mean, because I was just so invested in just the story, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. the characters really, really, they kind of. I don't know if it was a story that really distracted me from everything else, but you know, you you know, you get so invested in a story. Exactly. But that was one of the only things that I can get. Yeah. I actually. I get what you're saying, and I can kind of see that with it feeling like two completely different things. And I I kind of remember feeling that as well, and that will lead me into my second negative. But, um. One thing I will say to expand on what you're talking about with his reasoning for joining with Miles Teller's character, I it's clearly justified, and you're right about that. I just wish we would have gotten a little bit more background to that because it kind of just feels like he shows up and he's got this full resume. I'm like, we didn't see any of this before, and I I just I don't know. It felt like he came out of nowhere a little bit. Uh, so I, I kind of agree with you with Miles, Ter- Miles Teller's character, especially at the start. Now, that leads me into, especially with it feeling two different things, that leads me into my second biggest negative, and that's the script, especially in the first half again. I think there's a lot of cheesy moments in, where there's just lines that I'm like, I don't believe that an actual human being said that. <laughs> like, it was just really cheesy. And, like, especially when you're dealing with something like, like this subject and like that's a real life story that's kind of important i I just i don't know there's a couple moments where i'm just like all right that was that was cheesy let's move on here and again none of that in the last act because the last act's nearly perfect but i do have issues with some of the script here and there with just some really cheesy moments and that that's my other big negative and like i said these are pretty big things things that i would normally be like really harping on like tonally tonal issues and then script issues are those are big parts of a movie um but i don't really care because i cared so much about these characters and the last act like i said is nearly perfect so uh yeah it's just those are really my biggest negatives i'm trying to think of I mean, I'm sure that there's small things here and there, but those are my big ones. And like I said, they don't really matter in the long run because by the end, not going to lie, this movie got to me. So I really appreciated this movie. All right, Carlos, what are you rating him in? All right. Um, <laughs> the, I'm telling you, the way that this movie like kind of goes from, you know, okay to like, oh my gosh, this movie, <laughs> just watching it is incredible. I'm giving this movie a 9 out of 10. Nine out of ten, man. This yeah. movie is a freaking brilliant, and it's got so many, like it's I, throughout the movie. Like even when I was questioning it and being like, "It's okay," I was like, "There's shades of brilliance here," where you just are like, "Man, you're so close to being amazing," but then it really hits its stride and it gets there. And the way the how high it's able to get really elevates the rest of the movie. I this movie is fan freaking tastic. What do you got? I'm I'm at I'm at a nine point three. I I I really did love this movie. I love the characters in this movie. 
Um, it was just such an interesting story. And again, I think one of the most powerful things about this story is, you know, the, you know, we as other people who don't really face this, this fire season, I mean, the fact that, you know, I was getting informed about it and, and, you know, how to, you know, how to, how to prevent stuff and stuff like that. I mean, I thought that was great, you know, just getting a little bit of, honestly, we got like a full on lesson, just learning about it was just, you know, really great enough, you know, really seeing it on the screen was 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 really nice you know mm-hmm. i mean this fire is going on right now i believe and just to see what some of these men go through on a day-to-day basis just living that out is 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 you know just the fact that we get i got to saw a glimpse of it it's really powerful what they do and um i i mean these these people are heroes man and i really appreciated this film i'm really glad that i learned something out of this film and the story again, man, and just like you said, the characters, man, it's just it's just a very powerful story, and I I love the characters in this movie, so that's why it's getting a nine point three. All right, so we are going to move on, man. I think it was a great decision to finish on that movie. It, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to TV, and we are going to talk highs and lows as usual, or back to highs and lows. And I'm going to be honest because, like I said. I just started watching TV from this week last night. <gasps> I haven't watched very much, and what I did watch was things that I was like, all right, I really want to watch this. So, to be honest, I don't really have a neck or, or a low. So, I'm just going to give you a high. And do you want me to start, Ozzy? Or do you want to start? Yeah, you can go ahead and start, man. All right. My high for this week, I, there's a couple of things um, that I could give. I mean, How to Go Murder was really good this week, which is surprising. That show just has a way of getting its claws into me, even when I'm like, uh, it's not that good anymore. It's like, it slapped me across the face like, yes, I am. I'm good. Um, but my actual high for this week is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's, it's got to be Brooklyn Nine-Nine. The Halloween episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine are always the best. They always do a Halloween heist where they try, where everybody in the precinct tries to prove that they're the best detective. And spoiler alert for Brooklyn Nine-Nine if you haven't watched it, but Jake proposed to Amy at the end of the heist, and it was perfect because it's not at all where you're expecting it to go. Like, you're just like, all right, we're getting another great heist episode for another great Halloween episode because it's always their best episode. And it's going really great. Everyone's kind of outsmarting each other. And you're just like, man, how are they going to twist it at the end and make us completely question what we just saw? But Jake proposing at the end is really like, that's not at all where I was expecting it to go. And it really got me by surprise. And of course, it was hilarious because it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And then, of course, it's heartwarming because... I mean, that's what Andy Samberg's able to do on this show is he's able to be he's able to create this kind of a really humorous show. But the, at the same time, like he's just got this kind of person personality to him where you're just like, I really like I just like this dude. And he's really just a nice I, I don't know. He's he's a nice guy to watch where like last episode. I'll talk about last episode where, yeah, it's a great, another really good, funny episode. But then at the end, he says something about like, because at the beginning of the season, he started in prison. And at the end, he, at the, of this past episode, not the Halloween episode, but the one before, he says something like, 
you know, it's getting, it's been really hard for me to arrest people and throw them in jail recently because I was there. And it's like, whoa, we, did we just get deep on Brooklyn Nine-Nine? And we did because Andy Samberg is able to do that on this show. And I think more people need to talk about the show. It's one of the more underrated comedies on TV. And it's definitely a high this week because of the Halloween episode because they're always great. So watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's what I have to say. That's my high of the week. All right. I got a few highs of the week. Uh, starting off with a surprising cross, you're gonna be like, "What?" Okay. Flash. Flash is actually pretty decent this episode. Um, I they're kind of bringing some of the lightheartedness back from season one back to the show. Okay. And I think one of the biggest positives is that Barry's not always down on himself this time because he's always he's always like, "Yeah, yeah, it's fine," and he's like, he's like a happy he's like a happier person. How long is that gonna last? <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. I like it though because like. Uh, like there was a there was an episode like there was a scene where he meets like the like the chief and the chief goes i hope you had a uh hope you had a um i hope you had a light breakfast he's like no actually i had eggs sausage pancakes <laughs> and he just rambles on and, I, and it's great and you know he meets up with them and you know it's a he, it's a great day outside but this lady just witnessed the murder he goes it's a great day sorry and this is great to see that comedic reaction and everything and just see the team just really being you really lighthearted. So that's a positive for me for that show. Mm-hmm. And then the show that did, that did great this week again was Legends. I think Legends did a pretty good job keeping it lighthearted. I don't think you watched Legends yet. Nope, not yet. But you're going to love the last scene of this episode. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna, I'm just loving it. just letting you know right now. Um, and then uh, getting into lows, uh, two lows that I had this week – I'm just gonna do straight CW shows. I'm not trying to do anything. Right, you're good. Fashionable. I talk about this is us enough, so yeah. Everybody knows. Everybody, everybody knows it's a high. <laughs> right. Everybody knows it's a high. It's a given. It's, it's a given. It's a given. Um. Anyways, uh, lows this week was Arrow. I don't understand why they kind of gave John Diggle like a, a like you know this this thing where he's scared to shoot his gun or something i i just I, i'm not really feeling that storyline he's one of the most capable people to shoot a gun and the fact that he's too scared to now I, I i don't understand why and getting into it again is oliver's son i i really don't like his kid i seems like a wimp <laughs> um quentin called him tough i'm just like nah uh, he just whines, and he's been whining since episode one. I understand your mom died. <laughs> I 100% feel you. And, like, if they were going to focus on that, that would be understandable. But he's just like, you left me alone in a limo, like, by myself. I'm just like, you're in a limo driving home. <laughs> There's What are you afraid of? <laughs> you're fine. Um, that was really annoying to me. I, I couldn't stand that. I, I just, I can't stand that. Um, and I think the worst of all this week was probably Supergirl. One of the worst episodes, I have to say. I disagree. Look, there's some, but... look man, there was a positive in there with Lena kind of putting Supergirl in her place. I love that scene. Because Supergirl's usually just like, no, I'm Supergirl. I can do whatever. And Lena's just like, uh, no. I own you right now. Do your job. And I was like, damn. And I'm gotta be honest, I'm kind of in I'm kind of in on this Jimmy and Lena Luther thing. I'm not. I'm kind of in on it. <laughs> that's that's 
dumb. It's really dumb. <laughs> hey, it's better than Jimmy and Kara. I'll take that in. Jimmy needs to be single. Okay? I, I'm okay with that too, but like, hey. I don't understand. Look, I'd rather her be with someone else. I just I don't see it, you know. And I was actually more on him being with Lois Lane's sister than anything else. Yeah, but I mean that's just me. Uh, but no, I think the I think again, I think one of the worst things about this episode, and I think the thing that really brings it down to me was the side story between this mother and the daughter. Really? And, okay. Yes. We disagree. Because I I don't know if it was the I don't think I don't think I had a problem with the mother. I had a problem with the daughter. First of all, like to me it was just the dumbest thing. And her I don't know if it was also her acting as well, but she's just like, Come save me. And she walks into danger just because she thinks her mom has superpowers. And I just thought it was the dumbest thing. Because like why would you risk things? I I don't know. But she's she's a teenage she looks like a freaking thirteen year old at this point. It just it didn't make any sense to me. I I did see the things of (laughs) thirteen. Okay. Not like that, Carlos. (laughs) I didn't do that. Like and to me, I just I really hated it. I just did not feel that at all. I was like, this is just stupid. And she's literally just walking in there to get heard just so that her mom can save her. That to me is the dumbest thing. And I just, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, I, I just really couldn't get with it. And it was just really annoying. Wow. Okay. I, that's one of the worst aspects of the show so far is that side story. And it needs to come quickly. I think maybe she's going to become a villain. I don't know, but that daughter needs to stop it. Stop it. Cause I, I'm getting really, that's, that was just to me the worst aspect see we disagree because i i was sure because you told me that you didn't like this episode and i kind of knew that going in and i was like all right what what are we not gonna like here and i honestly thought that you were gonna say the villain of this episode was horrible because she wasn't the best let's be honest it wasn't the best villain no she wasn't the best either and um, i mean look i'm not saying i mean she she, the villain gave a good performance i agree but when you when you see her Forcing her face to make a movement yeah. so that something can come out of her that, face. Yeah, see, but that's what I'm saying. That, that's why I thought I thought that that was gonna be what you didn't like, and I was like, I actually was the reason that I didn't hate this episode as much as you seemingly did was because of the side story. I actually liked the side story. I thought it was the more interesting thing, and I'm like, that's probably not good considering it doesn't involve Supergirl. That I was like, okay, I kind of am into this kind of side story with this mother who maybe has powers and then the daughter who knows and she wants her i, I don't know it kind of it i actually okay, kind of liked it i was interested it, in then it go about it then go about it a different way i just don't like the execution of it like why would you why would you do that why would you step in the middle of danger to get yourself possibly killed just to prove a point that to me is the dumbest Look, thing i get that and i did not i did not and i don't know maybe it was her performance i just did not buy the reasoning yeah and her performance did not help the reasoning and she was like come save me mom i was like okay but so what stupid. about everything leading up to that see that's what see yes that moment is it's it's i guess silly you're right but Everything leading up to that, I was like, this is interesting. Why? Like, I don't know why we're here, but I'm cool that we are here. I actually, I don't know. I, I like that story. Like, I'm interested in the mother gaining powers. Sure. You know, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with learning Especially about Especially now that but we know I, what but, she's done or what she's doing. But, yeah. but what I don't like was just that stuff going on with her daughter. It was very annoying to see. Like, she has everything that she can possibly want 
know what I'm saying? And the fact that she's going to throw that away just to prove a point to her mom that she has powers, that is so stupid. It, to me, that was just the dumbest thing in the in, in the whole entire world, and I, I couldn't... And the fact that she just walked, she just waltzed out of her room and her mom was fine with it. Okay, this girl's supposed to be grounded, okay? And she's over there having pizza with what money, mind you, and whatever. I was just like, oh, what, what, I can't, I can't do it. I was just, really, <laughs> all I, right. I was like, yo, if it was my mom. Oh my gosh, I would not have, I would have, I would have heard that, I would have not heard the end of that till the end of my days. I'm telling you that right now. Um, I, I know. I disagree, but all right. but I mean, like, I couldn't. I couldn't do it, and that I think that whole thing with her daughter was just really stupid. Like I, I don't, I don't disagree. You know, giving someone powers and you know really letting them learn that they have powers. I think that could be an interesting thing. You know what I'm saying? I think that can be a very interesting concept. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think we've got that with Spider-Man. You know, with the gajillion reboots that they've had, that we've seen him learn that he has powers and stuff, and it, it's an interesting concept. Yeah, executed well make it make it good the daughter did not assist with that as a matter of fact i think she made it worse so they need Fair to do enough. something where she raises that up because I, I like the you know i can get with the scene where she's trying to bend the toolbar the, the one of the bars but i mean again it just to me i i did not buy it i just i couldn't buy it all right well that is it unless you have anything else that's gonna be yeah. all right that'll be <laughs> it for our tv discussion and uh yeah, I I I'm very inter- or I'm very look very much looking forward to catching up on the rest of these shows, especially Supernatural. I'm really curious to see. Have you watched that yet? Oh yeah, I watched it. Okay, Dude, I, I'm loving it so far. That's good. All right, I'm loving it so far. It's so, really great. I'm definitely looking forward to catching up on that and definitely all the other high. shows as well. All right, uh, Ozzy, do you want to do recommendations and then get out of here? Oh, yeah, but you know the drill? Go for it. All right. Uh, My recommendation is going to be actually an app this time that actually, I don't know if I've recommended this before. It is called TV Time. Have I recommended this before? I don't think you have, but I've seen what you're talking about. It's like an app that really organizes your TV shows and tells you when to watch them. Exactly. Yes, it it organizes them. It'll give you notifications when a show is about to start, all that. And you can just, once a show happens or once you watch the show, you can just mark it watched and all that stuff. And it's it's really... It's really convenient for keeping, especially if you're someone like me where you watch a lot of TV, it's convenient for keeping track of the TV shows you watch, and you can go back and, like, mark shows that you have watched, and then it'll give you recommendations and things like that. It's just, it's really, uh, it's a convenient way to keep track of your TV watching schedule, and especially if you're someone like me, that, yeah, it's really helpful. And one more thing that I do want to mention, which I'm sure you're going to mention as well, Walking Dead's coming back, and I'm kind of excited about that, hopefully, because this season, they promised us a lot of action, they better deliver on it, that's all I'll say on that. Um, God, man, it feels really weird. I feel, I'm not going to lie to you, it's going to be a recommendation, and it still is going to be a recommendation, The Walking Dead. All right, go for it. But it felt really weird hearing you say, I also recommend The Walking Dead. It just felt weird to me, because I never (laughs) imagined a day... Or I'd hear the words come out of your mouth. 
I watched The Walking Dead, and uh, you know I've heard it before, but just to relive it again, <laughs> I just I haven't heard it. Hey, I'm still I'm skeptical like, with the show, so they better. I was just like, I was like, I was like, he watched The Walking Dead. <laughs> See, but my thing was almost like I wasn't like even fully recommending it. I was just like almost threatening The Walking Dead, like you better live up to the promise that you gave us well, that this is, is going to be. Well, action. the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, I mean, <laughs> season seven was. I mean, and I'm pretty sure we can all agree it wasn't. It, it wasn't the best season. It wasn't. I mean, and it wasn't for a lot of shows this this coming year. I mean, Game of Thrones, it wasn't its best season. It, it was a good season. It was better than The Walking Dead, I'll give it that. But it still wasn't its best season. Yeah. Uh, the Walking Dead, I mean, I'll say I've been saying it this past year, and I'll say it again. The problem was that they slowed it down. You cannot have an explosive finale like that and then just slow it down for another eight episodes, like, you know, for another eight, seven episodes. You just you can't do that. You can't do that. And you can't expect to have that following you know they took out two major leads and then it was just slow toned after that and you cannot have that on a show that just that just did that in its premiere and i think it's one of the most explosive premieres you disagree with me yeah but i mean i think it's one of the most explosive um premieres ever on tv i just i really do i mean just the fact that negan did those things i mean that's why that's why i say it's the most explosive you know we did not expect we you know Walking Dead had us waiting for months. We expected one death. We got two. And the second death was, I'd say, it was the one that really got us in the nuts. I mean, I want to say, it's a weird expression. But, I mean, it really did. It really did. It was a painful one to watch. But I hope this season's really good. I recommend the show. Um, I think the show is really good when it comes to characterization, character evolution, and stuff like that. Carlos might disagree with me. No, it's good. But that's fine. It's good. Um we disagree on a lot of things, <laughs> but, but I mean, again, I mean, I do agree that I do think the show is worth watching. I think it's worth binging. You can find it all on Netflix. So definitely catch up on Netflix if you are not caught up yet. I believe season seven is already on there. So definitely catch up. Yeah. All right, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456. And, of course, make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we're going to have videos coming up there. I know Enrique and Ozzy are planning on doing Walking Dead recaps on the YouTube channel, so definitely go and check that out. And then, of course, we got great stuff over on the website side, so definitely go and do that. Go check that out and support the website. One thing I also do want to mention for the next episode, Ozzy and I are going to have a debate involving box office related things and what's going to make more money. So be looking out for that and be ready for that because it'll be a fun time. Yes, it will. And on top of that, we'll also be reviewing the Michael Fassbender and Rebecca Ferguson film Snowman. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. I believe that's what it's called. Yeah. I don't know. I'm but morbidly we'll curious. Review it. We'll review it. And I'm morbidly curious, too, to see if it's one of the worst films of the year. Like many are saying. All right. Oh, boy. It's, it's going to be interesting. And I'm really sad because, you know. It looked really good, two... to be honest. Yeah, it really did. And these are two great actors. So I want to see if it can. I, I want to see if it's that bad. I don't think it's going to be that bad. I really don't think it's going to be that Me bad. Too. I don't. I don't. I, I'm holding faith. Holding faith. At least. <laughs> I'm holding faith. I mean, I'm like this is not my type of genre of film. I'm just I'm holding on faith because I really like these two people. So. Yeah. But um, all right, guys, you guys can find me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. Accidentally tweeted for screen fellas. Um, <laughs> the team Rick. I mean, who wouldn't be team Rick, guys? Come on. Um, but but anyways, uh, definitely find me on there. Uh, if you guys have any questions, any recommendations, anything like that, please feel free to email me at Ozzy.Castro. 
at ScreenFellows.com. If you catch me walking down the street and you don't know what to listen to, I got cards. So listen there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Um, We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on YouTube. This is ScreenFellows. Fellows.